preview time. Daggy and Barney with you on a Wednesday night to look towards round nine of the National Rugby League. Barney, how'd you pull up after your big your man, your marathon Anzac Day effort there? Yeah, I was pretty tired first thing in the morning getting up to work. Yeah, but, I can um, imagine. I reckon I'm going to be even worse tomorrow. I've just um, completed my second session at uh, the local boxing gym and um, I've got a bit of extra one-on-one attention for the last 10 minutes of the session <laughs> because I think you saw me bludgeon a bit. Was it to your face? Or to your... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just um, yeah, oh, really good, really good training regime and um, Paul Showtime Fleming, if anyone oh, yeah, yeah. Who follows the Australian boxing, uh, fantastic coach. So in the second session in and um, my legs are already sore before I've gone to bed so I can't imagine what it's going to be like come tomorrow morning. So as you know, as a, a former, I say former fast bowler, uh, but uh, day two is always the worst, isn't it? Generally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shoulders. Tomorrow night will be the time to come. Lactic acid sets in. Anyway, yeah. get those get those spaghetti arms ready because we're going to get stuck into some good games this weekend. I uh, just touch on a couple of things. Uh, firstly, Charlie Staines is suffered a perforated bowel, which definitely doesn't sound pleasant. Uh, he's going to miss about no, 12 weeks, not. had emergency surgery, apparently played 20 minutes with a tough little bugger, so yeah, much, yeah. much respect to him. Couldn't imagine much that would be much more painful than that, to be honest. Um, just on a personal note, I just wanted to quick shout out to Queenslander out there. Um, it's good to you know, know that people are thinking of you in tough times, and um, it was nice that he took a minute out of his day on YouTube to, to send a, a lovely comment to it. So yeah. I'll be hating you in about five weeks' time, but... <laughs> At the moment, thank you very much. Yeah, well said. Uh, and, yeah, not much else has changed, really, uh, over the last 24 hours, except apparently now uh, it's all fun and games when the Roosters sign 17 internationals. But now, yeah. that, now that Whiten's <laughs> left Canberra, geez, don't News Limited hate the salary cap all of a sudden. But anyway. Mm, I didn't. I haven't watched any of the shows this week, to be honest with you. So I've, no, I've not really. <laughs> I think I've avoided it on purpose. Um, but... What is like? Why? Why does there need to be an investigation into this? Like, wants to cop a couple hundred grand less to go and play the team he thinks is a better chance of winning. So be it. Yeah, exactly. I think Ricky just got his knickers in the bunch, obviously, because he brought this young fella through for however long he's been there, and um, looks like he wants to get out of there because he doesn't think that Ricky's going to get him to a premiership by the time he retires. Now we know Ricky's a bit of, um, for lack of a better term, a nutbag. Does does, does Jack last <laughs> the season like? Uh, he, you know, he drove Williams. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. And what happens when they do come up against each other in 12 months' time? Is he going to send a crazy ringer out to get him or <laughs> somebody else to go and get didn't. him? But, yeah. but they've got a million bucks to spend, so, you know, there's a left-footed halfback floating around um, the inner west that might might be looking for a job, so <laughs> all the best for them next year. Um, that's all to come. Well, fun and games on November once again. Uh, any other news, Barn? Anything else you... There'll be a whole heap of things changing, um, especially, as you said, with White and going across there. Um, is there any other injury news to come out of? Oh, the Warriors have copped a bit of a poll. Uh, yeah, run through HIAs. None of them are particularly good, no. Mm, um, there's no real upside to anyone there. Uh, I'll run through the others as they pop up with the team changes. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The... Other than that, no, I, I, as I said, I uh, haven't heard a lot. I've been um, pretty distracted with other things going on, but uh, I haven't. There hasn't been any major developments. So no, no, nothing ground-shaking. Uh, let's get into round nine. Uh, some crackers on the cards. 
Uh, and you know, I can smell this. You know, I can smell Barney this week. Certainly. Mosquito coil, but also I can smell upsets. <laughs> uh, it, they're coming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, went, I went last week. I'm not going off the week early. I can, I can feel them. All but, of them, but one. But I don't know if they're happening in the first game. Thursday night kicks off mm. with uh, the Sharks hosting the Cowboys at Shark Park. Uh, both teams are unchanged, but uh, healing. Ruben Cotter did start on the bench last week with Granville starting. Uh, yeah, wouldn't at the be moment, surprised to see him swap back. Swap back into this team. Exactly. Um, do you think the Cowboys get a little bit of confidence? Their defense was out of last week with the win, um, and their defense was a bit better than it has been previously. Uh, I just, if the Sharks, the Sharks need to start putting at least fifty or sixty minutes of football together instead of playing in ten and fifteen minutes spurts and. If they do that, they could wipe this Cowboys team off the field, but I'm still <laughs> apprehensive of that happening. So, yeah, the back rows for the Sharks have been on fire uh, to start this year. Nakora and Teague Wilton have been causing massive issues for defensive lines, and I expect that to continue in this one. And it's probably where you'll find a lot of um, the, the play being sent down um, down the Cowboys' edges. Sharks 1-12. to Nicole, I'm going to go man of the match. I think he's been that close to man of the match the last probably three weeks in a row, and he just seems to be getting better every week. So I'll chuck him in there for man of the match. I have tried to give him man of the match, but the Knicker fans keep overruling me. So. <laughs> Ramian, first try scorer. Uh, I think this would be a gap job. I think, I think. well, first of all, you predicted this is your grand final this year, so we get a little glimpse into the future there. Second of all, I think that the Sharks will have a point to prove in defence here, uh, mm-hmm. and if they do that and really shut down... Uh, they're going to have much better outside uh, defence than what the Knights showed. And uh, if they shut down Drinkwater and Holmes here, I I can't see the um, Cowboys scoring more than 12 or 14 points. Uh, clash of smaller forward packs, but the uh, the leg speed and just the ability to hit holes puts Nakora, Wilton and McGuinness in front of what they're up against. I think... Same a little, little fitter as well. Than the Cowboys Absolutely. Uh, I'm going 13+. plus. Uh, my official margin when I submitted him to PCTC was 22. I think this could be a gap job. Oof, uh, I think they'll come out firing and they'll score points early and they'll be committed to not conceding those those dirty points in and around the, the end of the halves. So, uh, I'm sure I went 12. Fair I enough. Double check that. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm going to go Teague Wilton. Let's flip it. Teague Wilton, first try scorer. Uh, man of the match will probably be Nico because you just can't help yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The NLC is playing good footy. Uh, the Eels host the Knights at Combank, a game I pondered uh, this afternoon because RCG is gone. Greg comes into the starting lineup for Parramatta. Russell moves into the centres, and Hayes Dunster comes back onto the wing. Um, Makahisi Makatoa back onto the bench. And the Knights, Aiden O'Brien's got the same 17, but Ponga is listed to start, I imagine. Now he's got the run under his belt. He'll be doing just that. He was listed to start last week too, I think. He was, Last yeah. minute change, wasn't it? Uh, yes, yes. But I, I figure he's going to start here. Uh, I, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this and I it's one of the games I'm tempted to tip an upset. What do you think? Because I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> um, I just think the Parramatta back at home, I dare say they would have got a rest early in this week. And um, Newcastle, while they have had a lot of points in them, I've yet to see their forward pack really dominate another one. And 
Parramatta, although they're down with RCG, I think Greg's been quite good for him when he has been uh, brought into the action. I just think they're um, the the back the back rowers probably get them home for me. I think the likes of Madison Lane and um, Hopwood will probably just do that bit of extra work through the middle of the field, which yeah, create enough opportunities for Parramatta to win. I don't think they'll blow the Knights away. I think the Knights may even lead for large parts of the game. Um, and I've gone with Marzu to score the first try, but. Um, I just got a feeling that um, Gutherson will get him home. I think he'll be the man of the match and he'll be the one that's saving tries and probably set up one or two as well. And Paramount gets home one as well. I yeah, I, I think Combank's in their favour. If this was up, if this was the other way around, I'd seriously consider tipping the Knights. Probably need to see him put it together a good eighty minutes again. Just hasn't quite hit in the last two or three weeks now. Uh, it, this is a better looking for, minus RCG. I like the back row lineup with Madison back to an edge. Hopgood, I imagine, is probably going to get those big minutes back this week. Uh, and does tilt it slightly in their favour. Cracking contest, though, with Lane and uh, Madison against Frizzell and Fitzgibbon. have both mm-hmm. all been in tremendous form. First try scorer, you know where we're going here. We're going to Dom Young uh, on the Parramatta wing, probably waltzing over either untouched mm-hmm. or uh, off a bomb, just uh, taking it and flying over the top there. But I tend to agree with you. I'm going to say Mitch Moses... Hasn't had the time to shine really since, um, apart from that Tigers game and the Penrith game, I think back to his best here uh, and can be the difference uh, against a team that probably does need a little bit more creatively out of their halfback, really. Uh, yeah, so... well, um, I think Ponga was a bit of a disadvantage last week, to be honest. They sort of uh, got mixed up a little bit mm-hmm. where Miller was sort of not injecting himself as much as he was previously. So I think they'll work that out and they'll, they will be a bit better this week. But it's you thinking points? You thinking? Um, yeah. You thinking both teams rack up a few? I think both teams around twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Para, I think Para are close to conceding the most tries in the comp. So, um, there'll be points scored. It's just uh, who scores the last. I'm thinking sort of thirty-two, twenty-four, six, something along those lines. Uh, the game of the round though is up at Suncorp for what the eighth week in a row. Um, Brisbane <laughs> host the Bunnies. They do lose Painhouse. They do lose uh, who's replaced by uh, Palacia. Uh, Ezra's out with his suspension. Jock Madden comes in. Excited to see what he does uh, in the new colours. Yeah, um, and Corey Oates goes out again with uh, Jesse Arthurs comes in. I'd suggest they don't really lose anything in terms of that one because uh, he was in very good form before that. Tavita Tavadola is back for South, uh, and they're just starting to get back to their full-strength forward pack, which is scary. Sele goes back to the bench, and Saluka Vita back to 18th man. Yeah, geez, I'm tempted to tip South here. Again, I'm tempted to tip South, and I'm going to 1 to 12. I think Haas may just be too big a hurdle to overcome. South's uh, actually favouring in this one, too. Are they really? Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, and Lewis, okay. Uh, if it gets out to 250, I'll back Brisbane. But i um, going to say South's on the back of beating. Panthers found their mojo, a bit more size back now after Tola, Sele, Mola, Moali all fit. Um, they'll match this, or try to match this prison forward pack. Uh, Latrell looked to inject himself early last week. I want to see it again here. Uh, I'm going to say man to match Cody Walker, though. Uh, his touch has been great. Point to prove uh, against <laughs> Mr. Reynolds, who probably be poking the pumpkin as much as he can and trying to get <laughs> get him out of uh, out of his shell there early. And love the outside back clash, but I'm going to say Campbell Graham gets first blood and scores a first try. I think they'll do it through the middle uh, in, early in this one. I, I 
Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. The outs of um, Haas and Ezraman really swings it for me. Um, I just think there'll be a little bit more tyres and um, combination, obviously, with the halves out of this South Sydney team with Latrell on the back of that. But I, I think they'll go through the middle early. I think they'll look to, uh, with Haas out, to actually try and be that dominant force through the middle of the field in the first 20, 30 minutes of the game and set it up through, through that. Uh, I can see Cook having a big hand in that at the start of the match with some quick play of the balls. And I'm going to go to Vita Topola to score the first try. And it's that crash play on the post. It was Tommy was starting. I, I was It was the week I was all geared up to go to your man Tommy Burgess this week, but he's in the 17, so <laughs> probably not going to get the first one. But I may even have a couple of dollars on him anytime as well because I, I do see them working in and around the post a lot in this game, South Sydney. Um, and then obviously get up on the back of that. Get the big boys chiming in in the back line. I'm sticking with Walker with you as well. I think his touch and his footwork may be the difference out wide here and cause uh, cause the defence to break down and South's one as well. Beautiful Saturday. Super Saturday kicks off down in the nation's capital with the happy camp of Canberra taking on the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, Rappin is back. He comes back in for Kotrick. Uh, Xavier Savage has been named in the 20, but as of right now, Seb Chris is at fullback, so we'll see if they reshuffle Croker, Hopawade, or Chris around uh, closer to the game. Kenny Bromwich is back for the Dolphins. Uh, welcome in after a tough couple of weeks. SAC goes to the bench, and Donahue out of the 17. Uh, looks like Anthony Milford has been named on the extended bench, so I guess we'll keep an eye on them. At the moment, I'd be keeping Cody Nicarima in the side, yeah. but that's just me. What do you think? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit worried about the Dolphins. As I mentioned last week, I thought they were sort of due for a down, down, downward spiral for a couple of weeks, just that they need looked like they needed a rest. Um, Bromwich coming back in will, should definitely help the middle of the field, but still got some concerns the way that they leaked so many points in the first half to the Titans. I know the Titans were playing pretty good football, but it wasn't anything miraculous. And um, I think the Raiders could match this forward pack in the middle, and if they can stop them from getting... Uh, getting on the front foot, then I think the Raiders may just be tough enough to sort of fight through and get a few points at the back end of the game eh, with the likes of um, Hudson Young and Seb Chris sniffing in and around the ball as a support player or hitting those short lines in close to the close to the um, try line and throw Tomoko in there as well. I think that they're just going to play that style of footy and they're going to try and camp down on the Dolphins, Dolphins 20, 30 metre line and just Step of, the, step of the line, whether they can get away with it at the back end. The Dolphins, to me, do have a lot more points in them, but I just think I can see the Raiders winning that forward battle and sort of shutting down their points of attack early in the game. And if they can hang on, I'm going to go with the Raiders, 1-12. to 12. Seb Chris, first try scorer, and um, Hudson Young, man of the match. Yeah, what they lacked that AJ had, though, is pace, and uh, there's not a heap that's going to bust them open mm. straight through the no, middle there, true. so they can probably work a little bit. They can wind into this game a bit uh, more comfortably. I love the Ford clash. I, I'm sticking with the Dolphins. I think they'll still still a little bit of petrol in that tank just yet. I don't know why I convinced myself. Of yeah, this, you're allowed to. I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> your show. Uh, they'll match them enough. I think this will be a bludger first 15 minutes, and then I think it's going to be the footwork of the outside backs of the Dolphins. It's going to be the difference here. Uh Croker hasn't really had the blowtorch of pride yet. Uh, it will be with Branko Lee and Ewan Aitken uh, and Azarko, who's been outstanding this year, all um, sniffing around with uh, a bit of early ball. 
on the line. I'm going to go first try score. You and Aitken uh, as a result of that. And How I good has he been in the last two weeks? Sensational. Three of best form, just about. Outstanding. Uh, and I think we see the return to – well, not return to form. He's been fantastic. I think the hammer, uh, when you're in a game where we're looking for pace, he's it. Uh, and I think he can light mm-hmm. up with a couple of try assists and get back to the scoring uh, list because he's been out of it for a couple of weeks now. So uh, – in and around half time, I think it'll be his time to shine. I think there's points coming for him. One to twelve, Dolphins. Uh, let's move on. The Seagulls host the Titans at Four Pines Park at five thirty. Cooper Johns comes back into the six with Schuster apparently injured again. Uh, Tulangi's mm-hmm. back from his concussion with Bullimore back to the bench. Tua Palutu comes onto the wing, and that means that Garrick moves into the centres for Brad Parker. Tommy Turbo needs to pass a fitness test, but has been named. I imagine probably wanders around on one leg again and does well <laughs> enough for the Titans. Uh, Jojo Fafita, Jojo Fafita, uh, try saying that ten times fast, comes into centre, and Philip Sami moves back onto the wing. They've swapped around, uh, and the two overseas imports, Leeming and McKayley, are out of the team three weeks into their stint here. Cleese Haas and Joe Vuna mm-hmm. come onto the bench. Not sure if that's injury or uh, form inspired. Uh, another one that's tricky, but I'm going to stick with the Seagulls. Uh, if I'd seen uh, the Titans put together at least 65 minutes last week, I'd actually be pretty keen on their chances because their forward pack could monster this manly forward mm-hmm. pack. Uh, but it will be it will be a great clash because Jake will be up for it. Uh, we know Olakwato is going to hit holes, so. Uh, Sipley's been good since he's returned. He has, yeah, and uh, Pasek has been good. So, uh, great forward clash, as we've got to see in most games this year, to be honest. Uh, I think Titans may even come out and take the lead, but as always, it's going to be whether they can play 80. I think DCE guides Manly home. I'm going to go 1-12, to uh, Manly getting home on the back of Cherry Evans. First try scorer, we'll go with Garrick. Uh, that pair closer, a bit of footwork and standing up his opposition centre there. We know how much uh, those Titans outside backs can fall apart. Uh, Dane and a friend of the show was a bit concerned about Garrick moving to the centres. I think it's a good thing to get a bit of early ball, uh, get a bit of a licence to roam and big and strong and could bully uh, some of those Titans edges. What are you thinking? He's just more worried about his supercoach points, <laughs> to be honest. Because Garrick on an edge does generally get one or two finishes, especially when they're yeah. well on top in a game. Um, they may go to um, Saab now, so <laughs> they're, they're saying he'll be, um, he's going to be my first try scorer. I think the Eagles will run away with it late. Um, alarmingly poor defence in the back end of that game last week, and they had no right to lose that game, realistically, being so far in front of half-time, and they just absolutely fell apart. And it wasn't just on the edges, which it's been previously. Their middle fell apart as well. Um, for, for probably a 15, 20 minute period there, and they were just getting dominated of all aspects of the footy. Um, so I'm actually going to go with Manly running away and winning 13 plus in this game. And you can't go past DCE when Manly's up and going. Um, as long as they match this forward pack for the first half an hour, 40 minutes, which I expect them to, and their defence has been quite strong, um, if not bullying some sometimes. So if they can bring that early in this game, I think um, might see points. Disappear out of this game pretty quick. Beautiful. Uh, the main event. Panthers host the Tigers up at Bathurst. Uh, <laughs> the main event. Yeah. Taruva <laughs> has been named despite being slightly injured. Tyrone Peachy comes into the bench, uh, into the starting lineup at centre for Tango, who is out for a 
an extended period with his pec, unfortunately. Uh, the rest is what you'd expect. Now, Jack Cogger apparently has been pulled from New South Wales Cup, leading to all sorts of speculation about Cleary being rested, and it actually wouldn't surprise mm. me if he is. Uh, so a watch on that, especially sort of given... Um, the door, the orange. Exactly. Uh, given how big some of the margins are in this game, which I'll get to soon, uh, might be worth keeping eyeing. For the Tigers, Staines obviously is going to miss three months. Uh, best wishes to him. So no Faluma is back again. Uh, and Brent Naden's back from his collarbone injury to play at centre. Uh, Matamua is listed as 18 man. 18th man apparently is a chance to come in and potentially take Tommy Talao's spot on the okay. bench there. Penrith, uh, here's the thing. Penrith, I think, are ready, are, are ripe for another beating here at some point. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to come from the Tigers. I think I think that um, this forward pack of the Tigers will monster them again. I think they'll, they'll man up here and be very impressive, um, throwing around the likes of Eisenhuth and Sorensen. Uh, the problem is going to be what the problem has been for the last night eight rounds that we don't have any halves. Uh, so if we did have all the ball, all the field position, and can, score points. I can see it happening. And then Cleary will kick a 40 20, they'll run up the field, they'll score two touches in, and off we go again. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, Penrith 1 12. If Cleary's out, I may, even, yeah, even with Cleary out. Let's be honest. Uh, I need to see something from their halves. I am going to go first try scorer, Junior Tupo. Uh, for once, we might take the lead early okay. and then fall into a bit of a, an arm wrestle. Uh, and let's go with... We know how, how easily the Tigers concede long-range tries and tries out on an edge uh, after Mountain's possession. I think Stephen Crichton might score two or three tries here. Uh, and yep. will we man the match? What are you thinking? Yeah, I, I'm sort of with you with the forward pack. Um, it's concerning how much Penrith really rely on James Fisher-Harris. If you go and look at the times he's not running around uh, for Pen- this Penrith side, Leota does a job and so does Lenu, but it still astounds me how they're not starting Spencer Lenu. I know they like his work rate off the bench and that impact coming in 20 minutes into a game, but if I know he's, he's moving on uh, shortly, but why he isn't being given 50 to 60 minutes like a week and just getting him right into that role of being a dominant forward, I don't understand because he is explosive when he when he is on the field. And I can't, I can't see why he wouldn't be able to play another 15 or 20 minutes of football. Yeah. And Penrith would get off to a much better start, I would imagine, with him starting instead of Eisenhuth. But you've got faith in Eisenhuth for, for whatever reason, better or worse. Um yeah, I just think there's, there's too much skill and class on the edges for Penrith compared to um, what, what the Tigers have been putting up. There was a much improved showing last week and probably the last two games have been better than what they had previously. But um, yeah, they're starting to roll through the middle and use Appy a little bit more, which is actually conductive and creating a few points for them. But I don't think it'd be enough to get over the top of this Penrith side, uh, especially when you do see Lenu come on um, in the... The 20 minutes into this game, I think you'll just up the tempo again and um, then start to see cracks in and around the, the Tigers' defence. So, um, I'm only going 1-12. to I think Tigers will stick into the game for a good 40, 50 minutes and then um, you might see a couple of late tries. I'm going to get a man to match Edwards. Uh, just a bit worried that Cleary does get rested. Um, and if he does, 
you will. I, I dare say you'll see Edwards taking up the slack in the in the uh, ball playing role, and sort of jumping in that one set closer and uh, being a bit of a ball distributor and may set up a few tries for the likes of Hosking and um, Brighton on that right hand edge. Center of one twelve man of the match Edwards and I'm going to go first try scorer Tyrone Peachy just for the fucking hell of it. He's out there on that left edge which they do like to go down. Um, the bloke hasn't had a real good game of footy for a couple of years now, let's be honest, and I would, I'd love to see him score a try first up. Fair enough. Uh, he, he did get one when he returned, actually, earlier in the year, but uh, I could see, yeah, I, I sort of got the feel this would be a good 50 minutes and then old wounds will open when Nofaluma drops one and <laughs> yeah, off we go. All right, the, Roost, the Warriors and the Roosters at Mount Smart. Uh Promises to be a cracker here, but unfortunately all the cavalry is uh, injured from last week. Tohu Harris, Chance, and Tavanga all out. Uh, Dylan Walker, I believe, going to judiciary, but could miss two or three games as well uh, for his yeah. head slam. Uh, suggestion is Volkman will play if he's out. Uh, Tua Piki comes back into fullback. Uh, Valia comes back in, and Wade Egan returns from his... Uh, he's had knocks. Bunty starts this week with Josh Curran starting at lock. Uh, Nat Butch is back for the Roosters, which sees at the moment Crichton starting the game on the bench. We'll see how that pans out. Uh, Corey Allen starts for Tupo, who will be out for a while. I'm going to roll dice here. I'm going to give. Um, I'm going to say the Roosters maybe still a couple of weeks away from just where you want them, and I'm going to tip an upset here. I'm going to say the Warriors at Mount Smart. Uh, if they're full strength, I'd almost declare them. Uh, the fact they're missing four very big guns is a concern, but I, I think the Roosters might just not be at their absolute best, and the Warriors probably have 20 points in them, which may be enough to beat them. Uh, I've been wrong before, and the Roosters could blow them off the park, but that's where I'm going to go. going to say, man of the match, Fanua Blake uh, in red-hot form, first try scorer. Uh, Dallin, who's having a particularly good season uh, by his standards, or by any standards, really. Uh, all kiwi up today. What are you thinking? Yeah, they're going to have to. Um, they're going to have to work really hard there with Collins and Jared Ware Hargraves in the middle of the field, yeah. uh, up against Bunty and Fanua Blake. But it's definitely a, a matchup I'm looking forward to. I, at his best, Fanua Blake could probably take them both on at the same time. But on the other side, you could say probably the same about Jared. But he's he's, a bit, he's probably further away from his best than Fanua Blake is at this time yeah. of his career. So, um, really like what I saw from Dylan Walker at six last week. Um, as you said, they probably do provide 20 points in this game. I was um, keen to have a look at them uh, being Mount Smart at home. But I, I just think the Roosters will probably still be kicking late in this game. And if, they, if they've got a sniff at the back end of this game, I think they'll just grab it. Um, you saw Manu straighten up the attack last week and they did look a lot better in the middle of the field with their halves. Um, it's certainly no, by no means a finished product, and I expect that to be better again this week. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go man of the match, uh, Suwali, I think, um, for some reason. I've just got a feeling that he, this is the type of game that he'll um, really get the better of his opponent and um, score a try, set one up, and just cause a bit of havoc out there on the edge for, for the Roosters. He hasn't done it yet this year, and we've been waiting for it to happen. So you just see that. Flash in the pan performance come out and you can get man of the match in this game. Manu, first try scorer, and Rooster's wonderful. I'd really like to see it because he does have the best hype machine in the world. And to be honest, <laughs> I don't think it's quite uh, hit that standard this year. No, at least. No. He was good last well, you've year. Only really, his whole career, he's probably had probably two or three real big breakout games. Yeah. And they 
some reason, I've got a feeling it might happen in this. And we wrap up with the Atwin Stadium with the Dragons hosting the Bulldogs. Dragons, welcome back. Uh, one of which Fane come in. Max comes onto the bench Max for Tato, uh, Tata Moga. And uh, the bloke scored two hat tricks and they no, no, fell off. Oh, well, he did break an arm. <laughs> yeah, he did break. Uh, Michael Molo comes back in. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't do anything too stupid this time. In uh, the rest of all looks pretty much as what you'd expect. The other Molo, isn't it? Michael's been the good one. It's the older brother. Oh, it is too. Actually, I think the actually, I because I think he's actually still suspended from last time. <laughs> uh, Kyle Flanagan is gone. Yeah, apparently. And uh, Josh Reynolds starts. We don't get to see the young gun just yet. Uh, Reynolds no. comes in, which doesn't... Well, as far as pay, uh, Band-Aids go, it's very much a, a Woolies brand one, isn't it? But I don't think it does anything. To be honest. I think it probably makes it worse. I agree. Uh, so that's because point, Reynolds so, doesn't have a kicking game in, at all. In term, exactly. In terms of papering over the cracks, it's, um, yeah, it's mm. very much tissue paper. Uh, Andrew Davies out, Curtis Moran and Sam Hughes onto the bench. Uh, New Brown's back, which is good. They could really, oh, as an extended bench, I imagine he pops in here because they could really use him uh, in a number of positions. Yeah. Even the 14 at least. Uh, I'm, some I'm going with the Dragons. They, you know, match motors with the Roosters for a good chunk last week. I just think, as I said in the show last night, Bulldogs are where they were 12 months ago. Uh, same players, same personnel, uh, and it's going to be the same results, if not slightly worse off, as you said. With if the, anything, they seem to be sliding a little bit. Well, they've lost, um, they've lost their pace. They've lost their outward pace on both sides, and um, as you say, it's it's if it, at best a lateral move bringing Reynolds in here. Yeah. Uh, so on top, uh, I'm going to say Sloan builds on his confidence building performance last week, and we get to see the best of him here. Uh, a couple of try assists and potentially a try. I'm going to give him man of the match. First try scorer. Let's go with... Um, I'm going to go Jack Bird. I think he's had a, a pretty good season. We haven't talked about him a great deal, but he's yes, pretty good this year uh, and can hit a nice whole bit of footwork and uh, perhaps stand up one of these back rowers from the Dogs. What are you thinking? I think Dragon's going to win and win well. I think it'll be 13 plus by the end of it. Um, I really like what I saw out of a couple of the outside backs there from them last week in um, Sully and Sloan. I thought they seemed to strike up a really good combination and they were causing uh, heaps of problems for a pretty decent defensive edge there in um, in the Rooster side there. So I don't like realistically backing Sully up week after week because he generally is not someone who is very consistent in his performances. But I'm, I'm going to go with him for the first try scoring this one. I think he may just um, barge over the outside back that he's up against on that side of the field. And I think if Dragon's going to win and win well, it'll be all off the back of Ben Hunt uh, and his ball playing and kicking game causing way too many problems for this Dogs team as, to defend. As we said last night, he's been out of form. If he finds form here, they'll they'll piss in. Cool. Well, that's it. I will just say because I know Griff uh, Hook's probably about to lose his job, but I think the Dragons yeah. been overperforming this year. Um, and they did last year as well. Realistically, yeah, I, I can't. You can't fault the effort with the squad they got. They're in every game, uh, been unlucky in a couple and have won a couple well. So uh, there it is. That's a whirlwind look through uh, round nine. All right, quickly touch on uh, the PCTC tipping comps. How is it stacking up, Barney? 
Well, at the moment, our mate Turkey Guzz is out in front. Is he really? Um, on the not in the footy and trophies competition, but he is running first on 45 points. Yep. Uh, the first one, J-Dogs, is running fourth overall and first in the footy and trophies competition on 43. Beavers on 42, uh, running fifth overall in the comp. And Ra434 is running 13th overall and third in our competition on 41 points. Beautiful. Got to Jack- go a long way down towards the bottom oh, yeah. of the, the competition to find yourself, myself, and um, Oliver. But I'm currently sitting 73rd overall, 13th in the Free and Frothies on 33 points. Ollie on 31, and yourself on 31, uh, running 14th to 15th in our competition and 77th and 78th overall. Takes big shoulders to hold Your up. Your better half is 30 and running dead last. Yeah. Uh, well, she learned from the best. Uh, <laughs> punting disaster class, as we said last it's night. It's obvious my missus doesn't listen to me because she's on 40 points. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> punting disaster class, as we said, we'll touch on, uh, we'll try and put out some late mail content, uh, perhaps Friday, Saturday, Arvo, uh, Friday, Arvo, Saturday, late morning, uh, mm-hmm. and so on, uh, on our socials. So check them out, Instagram and Facebook uh, just with a bit of an update on what we're thinking with some late changes and maybe a couple of uh, betting plays for those so inclined. Uh, of course, gamble responsibly. Uh, but disaster class-wise, how are we sitting and what do you like this week? Yeah, well, we, um, we both missed out again. So <laughs> we continue our downward trajectory with our money. Um, I'm at minus $82.50 and you're at minus $260 at the moment. Uh, I've gone with a couple of First of all, I've gone Ramian, first try scorer in the Thursday night game at $14. I've gone the Friday night double in Souths and Parramatta, both 1 to 12, get you $8.80. I'm going to have bulk of my money, $30 on that one. <clears throat> and then I'm going to go a Saturday second rower a thon with any time try scorers. So I've got one from each game Hudson Young, Zach Hosking, and Olakawatu all to score a try at any time. That'll get you $19.80. $10 on that. Beautiful. Uh, I'm just looking at this. Give me a second. Tommy Burgess, $7.50 anytime try score. Not in my bets, but I'll be backing that. Uh, you're right. He's due. Uh, but I'm going to go some first try scorers across the weekend for their respective teams. 10 bucks on Teague Wilton, $23 there. 10 bucks. Dom Young, the winger down the edge against Parramatta, 10 bucks. You and Aitken on fire, $23 first try scorer. Appy Corusau coming home. Uh, or his old home, $34. It's not his home at all, it's Bathurst. But anyway, he's playing against the old team. <laughs> uh, you probably, if you search exchange, you'll probably get 50s there, as I did last week. And Jackson Ford, $29 with the corporates. Again, you'll get better out wide uh, to score the first try against the Roosters. Uh, also, just a bo- another bonus one. I've just seen the margin. The margin is 18.5 points for the Tigers and Panthers. Uh that will come reeling if Cleary doesn't play, I imagine. But also, I think if you're so inclined, it's worth a wager because I don't see it being a complete blow away, at least not 20 points worth. But yeah, I have a big margin. Um, I had a stat this afternoon, actually, out of the there's 24 games where teams are double figure, double figure margins, um, or the line, sorry, at over double figures, mm-hmm. and 17 of those teams have not covered the line. Yeah, over double figures. So every time they seem to blow a team out over double figures, seventy odd percent of the time they're they're missing, they're not covering the line. So it's not bad when they're betting even money. So 
Yep. Better than a coin toss, 70%. Uh, beautiful. Uh, what's got you frothing this week, Barn? Obviously, I'm looking forward to the, the um, Sharks game on Thursday night. It's a bit of a double-edged sword. You get to see them nice and early, but then you don't get, you don't get the, really sets spend up the rest weekend. of the weekend waiting for the rest of the um, the games to come through. I think the Bronco, the Friday night game should be quite good. I expect the Knights to put up a, a, a bit of a fight there, and um, and the Broncos South game should be an absolute cracker. Uh, it would have been a bit nice. It would have been nicer to see Hus and Nam playing and seeing both teams at a relatively full strength. But um, yeah, they're, they're probably the two games that I'm really going to be focusing in on because there's a few that may just fall away. <laughs> we may we may get a couple of those scrappy games later in the weekends. Oh, it's car crushes coming. That Manly game and that Dolphins game could be anything. Uh, I'm keen for keen as mustard for those Friday night games. I think Newcastle can really give them an absolute crack, uh, mm-hmm. and I think that um, Brisbane and South will be uh, set, as it was last week, semi-final level intensity, and we can see who is going to swing in the deep end there. Uh, also, looking forward to the Warriors doing similar with the Roosters. I think that could be a really good contest. Uh, looking forward to all of that, and I'm looking forward, Bart, to talking about it with you at the Grey Gums Hotel next Tuesday evening. Fantastic. Uh, pop that into your calendar, and we'll make it a date, hey? Done. Beautiful. Take care, oh. guys. Anything else? No. Beauty. I'm out of here. Good job, mate. Go get some sleep. You need it. Yeah. All right. Uh, go get some ice <laughs> on those shoulders. And uh, we'll be back to over the weekend with a bit of late mail, but also next Tuesday. Catch you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Straight a few bits, cover the Friday and Saturday games. Should be interesting. Bye. Yeah.